Hey, this is JP Nurbin, and you are listening to Culture Builders number 82, Clean Up Your Sleep Hygiene. So to be at our best uh, as athletes, as coaches, as leaders, as people, um, it's impossible. It's impossible to be at our best when we suffer from sleep deprivation. And I think in the coaching community, the leadership community, we often pride ourselves on how little we sleep, um, which is actually ridiculously irresponsible because um, if we want to be at our best for our team, for the people in our life, the people that we're leading, uh, we need to have slept right. And some studies have actually shown that when we sleep um, multiple nights in a row, uh, only four to five hours, that we can have a brain impairment level that equals that of a blood alcohol content level of 0.1%. So not only do we need to pay attention to our own sleep, though, but we also need to pay more attention to the positive sleep habits or the sleep habits in our athletes. Another reason why uh, a, a relationship with their parents is critical because uh, good sleep for them is critical for their, for so many reasons like memory, uh, for them to retain information, for them to physically recover, mentally recover, emotionally recover. Um, and we talk about mental toughness to mentally be at your best. You need to have, have, have good sleep. So how do we sleep better? Well, James Clear, one of my favorites, I uh, wrote a bl blog a while back called Three Ways to Improve Your Sleep. And in that, he mentions the three levers to improve your sleep. And the first is intensity, right? That's how deep. Uh, the second is timing, when you sleep. And the third is duration, you know, how long you sleep for. So to improve these, I've made a list of suggestions for you and your athletes. Uh, the first is to get more sleep we need to go to bed earlier and not wake up later, if at all possible. That's a, a suggestion from James Clear. Uh, often people just want to say, well, I'll just sleep in. Uh, but it's better for us to go to bed earlier. The second thing um, is kind of a big one, and that's to master the power down, as, as James Clear calls it, calls it. And if we can master the power down, we can improve the intensity, duration, and timing of our sleep habits. And so how do we master the power down? Well, there's many ways. We can... Really avoid phone, uh, computer use two hours before bedtime. Uh, one thing that I think is critical is to not bring your phone to bed. I think this is huge for so many reasons because if we can put it into the other room or put it away from the bed, it helps us to avoid that temptation of looking at it at night, um, whether we, when we're going to bed and when we wake up in the middle of the night of looking into our phone and pulling it out. Um, it's going to, you know, looking at our phones before we sleep, it hurts the intensity. Also, that's cutting down on the duration that we're sleeping because we're in bed and instead of falling asleep, instead of sleeping, we're looking at our phones. Uh, so that's going to throw your timing off. Also, when we stick it away from the bed, uh, most of us use our phones as our alarm. So when we can stick it in the bathroom or on our dresser away from the bed, we have to get up and go get it. So there's less chance of us hitting the snooze button. Also, um, if we can try to go to bed at the same time every night. Now, I know it's impossible for a lot of us uh, when we have kids uh, that don't sleep well or right, where it's in season and we've got a lot of work to do as far as, um, you know, we got a late night game. But as often as possible, this is, this is huge. Uh, just some light exercise before bed, just going for a walk, walking the dog, um, just some or stretching. Uh, that, that's critical. That can help with the intensity of our sleep. And also help us with falling asleep. 
The warm shower before bed, cold shower on wake up. I forget where I heard that one, but I know there's a lot of research on that, that the warm shower before bed helps us to fall asleep. Avoid caffeine in the evenings. Darken your room. Make sure it's really, really dark. Um, and avoid some disruptive foods before bed. I get horrible heartburn, and so I know that there's certain foods that I need to avoid. Ice cream isn't one of them. I'm always hitting up ice cream. Some other good habits that we can do uh, is just nap less than 30 minutes. I just kind of read an article about that, that napping for over 30 minutes can actually be very detrimental to our sleep later at night. Also, getting adequate sunlight during the day is huge. Um, so these are all just, this is a plethora, and obviously you're not going to do all of these or could do all of, all of these in your context. But these are some small, actionable commitments that you can make, and not only you as an individual, but as a team you can make. Instead of saying, oh, I know we're going to get it, everyone was going to commit to eight hours of sleep a night. What if everyone just committed to on the team of putting their phone in the other room? or putting their phone away from the bed, or not using their phones after a certain hour every evening. Now, that is something that's much more measurable um, and much more important. Much more important even than educating them on the value of sleep. You, know, you want them to understand the value of sleep. And a lecture or a video, all this stuff is, is valuable. But more important is for them to build small, little, repeatable habits that are going to ensure some good sleep. So thanks to Emotional Intelligence 2.0, the sleepfoundation.org, and James Clear for some of those for some of those suggestions. Um, if you want to know more about this, check out uh, jamesclear.com. He's got a great article on sleep, and I'll put a link of that in the information part of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.